Hello, audience. This is Will Snyder, co-creator of Neon Knights and artistic director of Evil Kitten Productions. I wanted to take this time to give a content warning. This episode focuses on mental health and how historically its treatment has not always been portrayed as positive or sensitive, especially in the case of asylums in the mid-20th century. This includes some outdated language that you may hear in this episode and how we talk about mental health. Discretion is advised. If you or someone you know is living with mental health issues, please reach out. You are loved, you are valid, you are important. Thank you. Welcome to Neon City, where the lights are bright but darkness looms. Where Detective Jack Tracer spends his evenings investigating the strange, eerie, and unknown. What secrets lay hidden just beyond the street lamps? Find out on Neon Nights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. When we last left our story, Jack was criminally committed to the horrific halls of Blackwood Asylum. In these cacophonous confines, it would appear that Azrael's pesky Jack Tracer problem has been solved for good. Does Jack have what it takes to escape this perilous predicament? Find out in part two of The Trials of Jack Tracer. Blackwood Asylum. This place always had a certain aura surrounding it. A shadowy, black aura. The stories that used to come out of this place. The killers whose names strike fear across Neon City. Mad Monty, who used to collect his victims' eyes. Jimmy the Crab, a mobster who would interrogate people with their head in a vice. And Smiley. A man dressed as a clown who killed teens with a hook hand. And now here I was. I gotta survive this, though. I will survive it. Here's your room, Jack. This is your roommate. Frederick, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, um, hi. You got 15 minutes, Tracer. Till what? Till you get to meet Dr. Salem. <laughs> Who's Dr. Salem? She's the head psychiatrist here. You'll like her. Thanks. Frederick, you said? That's right. What are you in here for? I'm being hidden away. I'm royalty, you see. Ever heard of Prussia? Uh, yeah, in my history books, I think. I am the great, great, great-grandson of William II, the last king of Prussia. That a fact? Oh, yes, and they don't want the people to know I am alive, lest I lead a revolution. So they stuck me in here. Okay. Why are you here? I traveled from another dimension. Come on. Really? Yeah, really. Wow. That must have been fun. Not really, no. I gave up a lot to leave and caused a lot of damage to come back. 
I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. It's fine. I just need to figure out what I'm going to do from here. But I can tell you, staying here isn't part of that plan. Jesus! What the hell is that? It's time to go see Dr. Salem. Frederick and I walked down the hallway to Dr. Salem's office. One thing this place definitely wasn't lacking, it was despair. The walls were a dark gray, no windows to speak of, and the other inmates looked like their very souls were pulled out of them. We eventually reached a large wooden door at the end of a hallway. Frederick and I entered and sitting behind an ornate desk was a tall, dark-haired woman. In front of her desk were three chairs, one of which was occupied by a teenager no older than 17. Please, please come in. My name is Dr. Myra Salem. You must be Jack. Yeah. I see you've met Lenny. Lenny? Uh Uh-oh. Lenny, what did you tell him? That I was king of Prussia. (sighs) You'll have to excuse Lenny. He's a mythomaniac. A what? Pathological liar. His real name is Leonard Kowalski, a former bank clerk who, well, do you want to tell him, Lenny? I scammed a bunch of people out of their money. And? I burned down the bank to cover the evidence, and some people were still inside. And so they gave Lenny to me. But he's making really good progress. Me too, right? Oh God, where are my manners? Jack, this is Angel Torres. Angel, this is Jack Tracer. Hey, kid. What, what's his story? Their story. Well, Angel here is an interesting case. They suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. PTSD? I thought only soldiers got that sort of thing. Oh, far from it. Any kind of trauma can trigger it. But you're just a kid. What are you, like, 16? 18. In two weeks? Angel, do you want to tell him? Uh, I don't know. I don't think... I mean, what if I am... All right, all right, it's fine. Angel lost their parents. They were immigrants from Mexico. When Angel was very young, they moved into a neighborhood where they weren't particularly welcome. An argument broke out with a neighbor, and the argument turned violent, until a gun was eventually drawn. Angel saw the whole thing. So they stuck a kid into Blackwood? Why aren't they in an orphanage or something? They were, for a bit, but whenever they heard people argue, it would trigger their PTSD, and sometimes it would turn violent. But Angel isn't a bad kid. They're a victim, first and foremost, and I am treating them. Gotcha. What about me? You, Jack? You're here to treat me as well? That's my job. Well, that's going to be a rough time for you because there's nothing wrong with me. Oh, really? Really. Well, let's discuss that then. Lenny, Angel, will you two please go back to your rooms? Yes, Dr. Salem. Well then, 
let's get started. <laughs> sure. Ask away. So, you think you are mentally healthy? Healthy? No. Dangerous, though? I don't think so. So you don't see yourself as a threat to others? No, I don't. What about the officer you assaulted? They started that. I just asked a question and they moved in on me. Self-defense? Yeah. Says here you claim to be from another dimension? Here we go. No. I'm from Neon City. This Neon City. But I had to leave due to a deal I made. Deal? With who? Death. Death? Yeah. His name is Asriel. He is the Angel of Death. I see. And I know how all that sounds. I know most people would hear it and think, well, this guy needs to be put away. Which is exactly what happened, I guess. But it's all true. Every single word of it. Tell me about Scarlet. Well, Scarlet was the doppelganger version of Red, my friend here in Neon City. Only Scarlet was a criminal and... Wait a minute. I never mentioned anything about Scarlet. No, you didn't. Then how did you know who she was? Oh, I know everything, Jack. Asriel, Daisy, Scarlet, Max, Mickey Flynn, Red. I know all about the House of Joy, the Icarus, Atticus Bell's inventions. I know it all. How? Because I see them, Jack. Your mind paints such a clear picture. Whoa! How are you doing that? This is how I help people, Jack. How I can really get to the root of their problems by exploring their innermost thoughts and feelings. Get out of my head! Get out of my fucking head! No need to turn violent. You stay out of my head. You hear me? You stay the fuck out. Can I get some help in here? Take him back to his room and see if he gets some rest. What are you? What are you? What are you? Answer me! What are you? Hello listeners, Will Snyder here, Artistic Director of Evil Kitten Productions and co-creator of Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. And it's time once again for our audio fiction spotlight. This time we're taking a look at Ragged Foils. This is the Ragged Scratch Podcast, the new writing night in podcast form. Each season we bring you a chocolate box of bite-sized audio plays, telling stories across a range of styles and genres, plus interviews with the writers. Here's a sneak peek at some of what we got up to in season one. I know everything about the tape, the photos. Tonight, 11 o'clock, alone. And now she's gone, disappeared, been disappeared. They're not even saying why they arrested her. They can't even be bothered to try and make it seem legitimate. Ugh. When was the last time you felt God? Last night. Someone was on their knees. Baby's crying again. 
Not Billy. The other one. The hiccup. And if you would like to be on a future audio fiction spotlight, just send us an email at neonnightspodcast at gmail.com or you can just hit us up on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer. And now back to Neon Knights, the arcane files of Jack Tracer. A week had passed, and I'm still trying to figure out what to make of Dr. Salem. She has to be another one of Asriel's cohorts. I haven't told anyone else in the hospital about her mind reading, lest I've been the only one she's revealed that to. I've been looking into a way to break out of here, but these orderlies are pretty tough. I tried bum-rushing my way out just two days ago, and now I got a black eye and a bruise on my back the size of a basketball to show for it. I spent most of my time just talking to Lenny. I like him. He tells good stories. Just hard to know which ones are real and which ones aren't. I told him he should try writing them down, but he doesn't seem interested. I've been trying to get close to Angel as well, but they're very nervous around me. I suspect Dr. Salem has been telling them how trigger-happy I can be. I don't want to cause the kid any problems, so I'm waiting for them to warm up first. Jeez Louise, is there anything else to watch here besides cartoons? Hey, Jack? Yeah, Lenny? You ever eat at Darlene's? Darlene's Diner? Yeah, a few times. Real good apple pie. Coffee tastes terrible, though. (laughs) Yeah, never like that stuff. I used to go there all the time for her waffles. God, Darlene made the best waffles. With whipped cream? Oh, stop, Jack. You are making me hungry. Did I ever tell you the time I took this beautiful woman out for waffles? (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa, what's going on with Angel? Probably just got done with Dr. Salem. What did she do to them? Do to them? Nothing. She's treating them. That's treatment? Look at them. Well, uh, well, I I don't know. She's the doctor. Wouldn't she know best? Well, I'm going to go have a talk with her. I don't think that's a good idea, Jack. That orderly, Stephen... He's a former pro wrestler and would break your back if Dr. Salem said so. Nothing to worry about, Lenny. We're just going to talk. That's all. Mr. Tracer, to what do I owe the pleasure? Angel. What about them? What are you doing to them? Doing to them? Yeah. Why do they just run out of here crying? You say you're here to help these patients. That doesn't look like help to me. And what makes you think that? What makes me think that? Because I have eyes. Because I'm here against my will due to a rigged trial by, I don't know, my arch nemesis, if you could call him that. I've seen the faces of people who have been helped, and they don't look like what I saw in Angel. You've helped people? I have. Like who? What? Who exactly have you helped? Well, besides yourself, of course. No, 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 no. I'm not playing your mind games. That's fine. Will there be anything else, then? Sam Marlowe. Excuse me? I saved my friend Sam. 
Ah, yes, your partner. And where is he now? I'm not sure. Correct me if I am wrong, but weren't you the reason he died in the first place? No. It was an accident. I was supposed to die, but I chose to save a child instead. I made the right call. Did you? It seems to me that because you chose to save this child instead of the man who was loyal to you as a partner, you caused all this trouble for everyone else around you. How many people have died helping you? That's Asriel's fault, not mine. I never try to put anyone in danger, but he always seems to find a way. If he would just leave me the hell alone, none of this would have happened. So that's what you want? To be left alone? I just want to go back to the life I had before all this happened. But with Red? Yeah. So you feel like after all this is said and done, you earn her back? She wants me to come back. You're so confident. Have you tried asking her if that's what she wants? She... She doesn't remember me. Another bit of Asriel's doing. Have you ever asked anyone how you can help them? Sure. Angel? What? You came in here demanding to know how I am harming Angel. Did you ask them how you can help them? I don't have to. You're working for Asriel, with your whole mind-reading thing. I know evil when I see it. You don't know anything. Daisy died helping you. Why? She had a great career and a whole life ahead of her. Stop. Bell, a genius inventor, he could have helped millions of people. Sacrifice just so you could get home to a woman who would be way better off without you. That's not true. What about the other neon city you left behind? Sure, Max was a tyrant, but what makes you think Scarlet would be any better? She was a criminal. She's a good person. She'll help people. You got what you wanted, but left an entire city, thousands of people's lives, up to good intentions and chance. Might as well have placed the city on a roulette. That's not true. I'm doing my best. This is your best. You claim to advocate for others, but not once have you ever actually put their needs before your own. You're just selfish. Why is that so hard for you to comprehend? Please. Get out of my head. Of course, Mr. Tracer. Glad we could have this session together. Stephen, can you please take Mr. Tracer back to his room? Get some rest, Jack. We'll continue this conversation later. Hey, Jack. Oh, hey, Angel. Can I sit with you? Yeah. Sure. Knock yourself out. Are you doing okay? <laughs> yeah, doing, um, doing just dandy. Can I tell you something? What's that? I don't think you belong here. Well, that makes two of us. So why don't you leave? Believe me, kid, I've tried. These orderlies are tougher than they look. No, I mean, why don't you request to be sent to prison instead? I'm not saying you should be free. You still broke the law, but you don't belong in here. The people here have real mental health problems. You don't. Angel, it's not that simple. 
It's not like I tried to end up in Blackwood. It's... It's it's because... It's just complicated. You don't like Dr. Salem, do you? No, I don't. Why? She's a liar. A liar? Yeah. A week ago, when you came out of her office in tears, she said she was helping you. I don't see how making a kid hysterical like you were is helping. But she was helping me. She has you convinced she was, Angel. She's abusing her position to torture her patients. It's just abuse. No, Jack. Really, she was. A friend of mine back in the orphanage died. She was breaking the news to me and was trying to offer support, but I had an episode. And the next day, I saw her, and she helped me deal with the loss. She's, she's still helping me. Oh, um... <sighs> Shit. Sorry. But it's nice you were concerned about me. Do you help people? I mean, for, like, your job? Sort of. I was a detective, so... Yeah, I guess I help people, but, you know, for money. What did you do before that? I was a cop. Oh, really? (laughs) Did you know my dad? Ricardo Torres? Wait. Yeah, I did. Served on the Vice Squad. He was a good guy. He played guitar, too, right? He was great at guitar. He used to play for me when I was little all the time. I'm sorry about what happened to him. Thanks. I'm making progress, you know? (laughs) Dr. Salem says when I turn 18 and if I learn to cope with my PTSD, I can be let out of here. So, you want to play cards or something? (laughs) Yeah. Sure. I'd like that. Jack Tracer, you have a visitor. A visitor? Hey, Jack. Oh, uh, hey, Sam. Uh, How can I help you? Can we talk for a minute? Sure. Alone? Uh, Angel, I... Can you give us a minute? Sure. I'll just be over at the table by the windows. I'll get a game of spades going. Sounds good. I, uh, didn't expect to see you here. Yeah, well, I didn't expect you to walk into my police station saying I'm not who I am. But I guess life is full of surprises. Fair enough. I couldn't stop thinking about what you said the other day. About the fire at the thread factory. I was there the night of the fire... But I was there alone. There was a girl, trapped, that I saved. From a falling beam? Yeah. I was there too. But not with you. With a different Sam Marlowe. The Angel of Death was there too. After that night, I started having nightmares. About a man in a black suit. One day, as I was out on patrol, I saw that same man turn down an alleyway. I followed him to a doorway, and next thing I knew, I was in a dark windowless room. The door I went in vanished like smoke, and I was stuck in there. 
I'm not sure how long, but it felt like an eternity. I never ate, never slept, hell, I never even had to take a piss. Until, one day, I fell unconscious in that room and woke up in my own bed. Well, sort of. It wasn't my bed, per se, but it was Sam Marlowe's bed. The Sam Marlowe that you knew. I went to work at the precinct, and when you know it, everyone knew who I was. So I became this world's Sam Marlowe. Why didn't you say anything back at the station? And end up here like you? No thanks. So why are you here, then? I came to tell you the state is looking to appeal your case. They want to release me? No. They want to send you to a maximum security prison. What? For punching a cop? You made it personal. Why are you telling me this? I don't want my coworkers digging into my story. Not sure if there are remnants of the old Sam still around. I like what I have here. So I was looking to make a deal. You dropped the whole, I came from another dimension story and I'll pull some strings for you and get you a good plea deal. Plea deal? I think I can get you around 12 years behind bars, but to go to trial, you could be looking at 25. Again, for punching a cop. That cop is connected. You messed up. So, we got a deal? Shake on it. No. No deal. (laughs) My pistol. All right. That's it. I've had just about enough I can take out of this place. I'm leaving. You're just making this worse, Jack. No, Sam. I've already seen the worst. This? This is nothing. Come on, Jack. There's nowhere to go. I disagree. There's a door right over there, and I plan to walk out of it. Mr. Tracer, put the gun down. No. Please, Mr. Tracer, put it down. You would like that, wouldn't you? Jack, please, you're triggering Angel. (laughs) Jack! Angel, go back to your room. Why are you doing this? Please, Angel, go back to your room. Just put the gun down, Jack. No. Shut up. I'm getting out of here. Mom. Dad. Breathe, Angel. We're going to get through this. No. 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 Stop it. Please, Angel. Just go back to your room! Don't yell at him, that's not helping. So much blood. Breathe, Angel. You're dead. Why did you kill him? Why? Why? Angel, I... I'm not trying to hurt you. Put the gun down, Mr. Tracer. I'm sorry, Angel. Detective Marlowe, will you please help my staff put Mr. Tracer into a padded cell? Let's go, Jack. Angel, I'm so sorry. This, Jack, this is why you are here. And if I have anything to say about it, you will never hurt another person again. After the awful events with Angel in the hallway... Jack may have realized he's not quite the good guy he thought he was. Is Jack forever ensnared inside this shell? 
Or can he maybe, just maybe, let his old fears fall away and rediscover the man he wants to be? Find out next time on Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer. Neon Knights, The Arcane Files of Jack Tracer was co-created by Will Snyder and Rachel Craig and is an evil kitten production. This episode was written by Will Snyder and directed by Sarah Sarka with sound design by Will Snyder. Our theme song is done by Daniel Carl with additional music by Kevin McLeod. Jack Tracer is played by Will Snyder. Dr. Salem is played by Abigail Warhus. Sam Marlowe is played by Michael Jones. Lenny is played by Aaron Sarka. Angel is played by Chris Sylvie. The Orderly is played by David Bennett. And narration is done by John Patrick Wenzel. Please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Neon Knights Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Jack underscore Tracer and at Evil Kitten Pods. If you love this show, check out our other awesome Evil Kitten productions such as Project Nova, Midnight Horror, and The Continuing Adventures of John Blade Super Spy by heading to our website, evilkittenproductions.com. Did you know we also have a Patreon? Just go to patreon.com forward slash evilkittenproductions. We have tiers and rewards that can fit any budget. And finally, if you love the show, help it grow by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Thanks for listening.